Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mumpreneurs by mumpreneurs. Each week we are diving into mum-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today I am your host Michelle Paulvert and I am chatting with planner and diary creator extraordinaire and owner of Pondoli, Karina Lawson. Karina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's absolutely my pleasure um, to be here and chat with you and all uh, the moms who are listening right now. Uh, well, I would just love to hear more about this business, how you got into all of this, how you've been growing everything. Basically, tell us tell us the story of your business. Of course. Um, so my, I've always I've always loved stationery and um, growing up seeing a working mom, um, you know, with her diary and um, the question that was always asked um, on Fridays at our house, like, what fun things are you going to do today, you know, this weekend? So that was always something that my mom asked and she really wanted to make sure that we had um, very happy childhoods and she was really looking after us and despite all the really important work that she was doing in the world and so um, when I had my own children they were about five months old um, a very well-meaning friend suggested uh, and I was talking about like oh you know I haven't had that much time to cook and you know that's a fair statement I would say when you're a mom to twins right and like <laughs> even if you have like one child it's, it can be quite um, quite challenging to take care of the home and the children and and I had just gone back to work full time then um and then it was suggested that uh oh look why don't you try making almond milk at home and and I thought like in my head something just clicked oh to be a good mom I must make everything from scratch which is not necessarily <laughs> the case but I did get the kit to make the almond milk at home it tasted awful and I just remember thinking why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> like, why is that the advice that we give each other, right? Why can it be about, you know, what's, how can I help or what's working for you right now? Like, what can, what do you need, first of all, right? Um, so that you can spend time with your babies and um, be happy and eat well at home. And so when I was at work, I would always, because I went back to work when my children were only five months old, and I would see um, my colleagues at work and they would write on the margins of their planner, workout, question mark. And we would talk about going out for a walk during our lunch break, um, as if that was such a far-fetched idea. And, you know, with my own struggles of trying to um, make sure that I was, present for my family and looking after myself, um, I realized that some of my doctor's appointments were missed and they were always rescheduled, always. It wasn't even a question. And I then found out that I was suffering from not one, but two autoimmune conditions that um, I went on for, you know, then when I, my symptoms were at um, really, really um, heavy, it had been two years that I had completely ignore them and just reschedule these appointments and thinking like, oh, it's normal to feel this way. It's normal not to have energy. And um, it, that's not <laughs> that's not true, right? We all know it's not true. So I wanted to help put women back uh, on the agenda. And I created a planner in the in-between moments that I had in every 15 minutes that sometimes like, the twins would go to bed. And to this day, like my kids typically like to fall asleep when I'm in the room and I enjoy that time with them. And that was the time that I would use, you know, um, 
to like, you know, because there's only so much baby watching that you can do, right? Um, so I would be trying to fall asleep and I would just Google every once in a while how to create a planner. And I intentionally designed the Ponderelli planner to suit the lifestyles of women from with the different roles that they play. And it's not a coincidence that I tested the initial designs of the Ponderelli planner with my best friend who happens to be um, who happens to be married, but doesn't, uh, who's not a, a mom to, uh, to kids right now. And, and I tested it with my sister-in-law, who's uh, um, a, a very um, um, high achieving lawyer. I tested it with my own sister, who's an artist. So I wanted to make sure that it had a piece of um, their lives in the planner so that uh, we could, our, the to-do list of the Ponder Louis planner is small on purpose. <laughs> because we want to make sure that, because if I gave somebody an A4 piece of paper, they, they would write out like all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And we just wanted to create a product that was based on intentionality and that was based on um, helping you make empowered decisions with your time so that the positive intentions that you set is at the very top, that the healthy habits that you want to achieve is what you end your days with and that um, the appointments that you want to keep there they have their place so that's how I started I started with the moments in between and the intention has never changed it was just to help people um, make empowered and intentional decisions with their life and you know not necessarily forget that if you're uh, good at your, your your job, whether it's outside of the home, um, that you can do that. There's space for that. And there's also space to um, to make time for your family too. So mm, That's beautiful. I think the the story of it kind of coming from your experience and your life is, is something I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with. And yeah. you mentioned that phrase a couple of times of like the, those moments in the day, those like fragments of time, and I think that's something every mom, myself very much included, can resonate with. I'm really curious. I'm sure you probably use similar processes in building this business of your own. But how are you using kind of your system, your planner, your process in promoting and marketing your own business and this beautiful planner? Right. And I think what's important is the story of how it started it wasn't just there's so much intention behind it so in, and I feel like I, I do I'm not a particularly uh, um, effective writer so like to me one of the ways that um, I find most effective and that I enjoy the most is talking about it so connecting mm -hmm. with someone like you or connecting by uh, um, going into other people's communities and discussing mm -hmm you know, the purpose behind it, how it was made, why it was made the way that it was. I think there's a different level of, that's how I market like my mm -hmm. business essentially, because I think, um, yeah, I do all the other stuff too, but not all the other stuff. I do the things <laughs> that resonate with me the most, right? So I know, I lean into my strengths. I know that um, actually writing an article about um, an aspect of the planner would take longer than it would if we had a conversation and because mm. I want to prioritize the time that I have with my family I thoroughly welcome opportunities where I can talk about it and not necessarily have to write an article although I, I do those too but mm. um, I tend to lean into my strengths you know um, and I tend to lean into what would be most effective and um, 
I lean into why I started the business in the first place. Um, mm. Because I think when I try to do something, uh, and I'm sure many moms that who uh, run businesses may be able to relate to this, when you try to push something that you are not, that doesn't sit well with you, and I'll be the first one to put my hand up and say, Instagram does not sit well with me. <laughs> Meaning I, I use it for business, but I know that it takes so much more energy for me mm. to be present on Instagram than it like I enjoy having these conversations and I think it's perfectly uh, okay to do the things that you enjoy um, in, in the name of, you know, like instead of, I would, I should say, um, doing something that you're not going to have fun because otherwise why else are you doing it? <laughs> That's so true. And I think there's this piece of entrepreneurship that is really linked to just knowing yourself as a person. And I think you said that so well, that you just lean into what your strengths are and sure you can do all the other stuff, but really knowing where you shine, what comes easily. I think that is pretty much the best marketing tip out there. It's like do what comes naturally, what's easy because it, you'll keep doing it and you'll do it well. Um, yeah. I'm curious, did you go through a phase of trying all the other stuff until you sort oh of settled goodness. on speaking? <laughs> Michelle, I did. I went after every shiny object uh, because I'll, you know, my background as a business analyst, um, my um, training is as a business analyst who focuses on cycle time reduction. So I'm literally mm. the person that organizations and entrepreneurs call when they want to do more with less time from mm -hmm. a scientific and business standpoint, that is literally my nine to five job. So when it comes to business operations, I can put my hand up and say, yeah, Ponder Lily worked good because I designed the processes and the systems that make it run like a well-oiled machine. But I'll also be the first one to tell you um, that marketing is not one of my strengths, right? Um, so because marketers are so good at talking about the gap that people have between like, this is where you wanna go and this is the knowledge that you have and you're you're behind, there's this shiny new thing. At one point in my business, I was going um, after every shiny new thing. And then as a very, very good business analyst, I noticed that had a detrimental effect on my bottom line. Mm. Meaning I was spending, the time that I was spending learning Instagram strategies and buying all the courses, <laughs> actually was setting me back when it came mm. to pound signs and not only because it was buying the courses and then I would buy one course and it would turn out not to be the thing that I was after that I would get another course you know and then the time that I was spending going down the rabbit hole and please understand that I'm only using Instagram as an example because I'm really <laughs> bad at it um <laughs> but like it's a wonderful marketing tool um so it was, I was spending so much time and I was so frustrated because mm. it's not, it wasn't something that was coming naturally to me. And because that was negatively impacting the business's bottom line, because I was spending so much time and money, like trying to focus on that, um, that I just went, wait a second, why am I chasing all these things? And then a friend of mine, who's very astute, asked me, but what was wrong with the way that you were doing Instagram before? Right. And then I said, <laughs> nothing like mm -hmm. I was still growing as slowly as I like, <laughs> no, before all of this nonsense so mm. she's like well what do you think you should do I was like yeah I'm just gonna get somebody who 
can either advise me a little better or can just help me run it so that mm-hmm. I can focus on what really matters, which to me is customer service and the design of the product and making sure it's good quality. And then I can have somebody in the marketing side um, that can look after that one piece, but everything mm-hmm. else is something that I lean into naturally, like having these conversations, right? So, or writing, because I do enjoy writing, but it does take um, more time and I typically focus on that over the summer, so. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think we can all relate to that shiny yeah. object syndrome. And it's very normal because, you know, when marketing's done right, it does make you feel that sense of a gap and a piece that is missing in the puzzle. And I think it does take some self-control <laughs> to yeah. step back and sort of realize, hang on a sec. Yes, all the strategies can work for someone, but are they working for me? And I, again, I think it's the self-awareness piece and it's hard to find that space to really reflect. And I think probably in your sort of operational brain, you were able to kind of take that step back and think more analytically. But I know tons of women running businesses who are a little bit more in that marketing side of their brain and still struggle to take that step back and still struggle to figure out marketing strategies that work for them. And I really think it is a sense of matchmaking of like, what are your strengths? What are your goals? What can you actually accomplish? And if you can't, like you said beautifully, outsource it. (laughs) I think there is no shame in that. Absolutely. Or not, uh, or learn when you need to. um, I mean, my husband like just said to me the other day, he's like, oh, you know, um, like you write these blog posts or you uh, you have these like really nice blog posts on Pondoli you know, you, you could um, put them on LinkedIn. And I, and I just have to very calmly say, yeah, I could. However, right now, <laughs> um, I need to focus on these pieces, you know, of the business. Because um, again, I don't run Ponderly full time, I run it part time. And so I, if I were doing all the things, one, I wouldn't know necessarily what was being like was effective Two, I would run myself like really thin like or and I and I think that I would be doing the business a disservice Mm. and um when I was and I and I completely understand that not everyone may be able to outsource certain parts of their business and um you know we didn't start off that way so I think it's that's when you double down on what you're good at right Mm -hmm. um so and for me like I said like yeah I may pursue different marketing avenues down the road but I know what's working right now and um and again like if it's not fun if you're not enjoying what you're doing like what is the point of owning your own business right because like I see this all the time I work with clients and um they um will say you know like I decided to open a business because I didn't want to be working all these hours and yet mm-hmm. they're spending all the hours in the world and I'm like how is that helpful for the family how is it helpful for your mental health and physical health when you need to be at the top of your game to be able to make decisions um, for the business right so yeah um, yeah shiny objects I, I, I've been there <laughs> I've been there I think we all have I think that's yeah. very human and Yeah, I I love that you kind of shared that sense of, I don't know, honesty around the process of being like a woman in business and running all the things. And, you know, when 
there is a point where maybe it's worth evaluating if this whole entrepreneurial thing is working for you and serving you or not mm -hmm. and not to discourage anyone from running their own business I think it is a yeah. wonderful thing but personally I was really hesitant to start my own business I'd freelanced a lot but I'd never really taken that role of running a business because I was nervous about that time commitment and thankfully boundaries have been my best friend and it's yeah. worked out but I think it, it is something to be really aware of in your journey building a business it's like is this something you do feel comfortable with and happy with dedicating your time mm -hmm. to and how are you dedicating that time where are you spending that time again coming back to the planner and diary piece it's like yeah you only have so many hours you only have so much time where are you spending it and is it intentionally being spent exactly and are you being consistent with it and i hear it like mm -hmm. most people say like, oh you own a planner business and can you talk a little bit about productivity tips i'm like mm -hmm. i could but i think the more important conversation is talking about uh personal efficiency because people are different like for example mm -hmm. i am not a morning person as shocking as this may sound because most entrepreneurs in the online space like right like you know they talk about being the 5am club which is wonderful like i know my husband subscribes to that and he naturally wakes up early but um and i think one of the reasons why i was uh drawn into the study of like wellness and efficiency and productivity is because when I was eight years old I sleep in with my um uniform so that I could <laughs> sleep in in the morning like I mean I went there guys and um and my, my parents thought that was very amusing but you know sometimes when I talk to people one-on-one -on -one and I ask them questions like I, I do see entrepreneurs and I and I'm, I'm a certified high performance coach as well and and when I ask people questions about, so are you a morning person? And they're like, they're almost ashamed to say that mm. they're not. And I'm like, you know, it's really important that you lean into like when you're most productive or yeah. like, so and it's, there's no shame in say putting your hand up and like, you know what? Like I define mornings as 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. And, um, or I define mornings, like personally I don't cause I have to uh, take the kids to school in the morning, but it's completely okay to say that I'm, I feel most productive in the afternoons rather than being an early morning crib. I'm like, that's wonderful that you can, you have an awareness around that. Okay. So how can we make sure that the activities that you're most, mm. that you need to get, you know, cross off your to-do list for your business, how do we make sure they happen in the afternoon? How do we make sure we optimize that in a way that sits well with you and you don't have to become this whole different person and feel like <laughs> for you to feel productive, you have to be someone else, right? Mm -hmm. You have all the gifts already. It's just a, a matter of like directing a steward, being a steward of your time. Mm. I think that's a really, really excellent point. And I think this prescriptive kind of idea of how things should be mm -hmm. is one of the things I think entrepreneurs need to push up against because sure that works in a big business where everybody is clocking in and there's a structure in place that makes that necessary. But when we're running our own businesses, there is literally no need and no point to any of that structure if it doesn't serve you, the business, your family, all those pieces that actually matter to your real life. So I think that's really interesting. And when you're talking about morning people, I'm like, oh yeah, I am a middle of the day person, <laughs> neither morning nor night. And I did always feel kind of funny about that. And 
it is kind of that sense of giving yourself permission to lean into when you're most in flow. Like, yes, you can be yeah. awake, you can be conscious, but probably shouldn't be doing high level, you know, deep work tasks when you are at your sort of creatively lowest or at your energy sort of drained moments, like at the end of the day or very beginning for me. Um, I think there's, again, that sense of knowing yourself. That's a really lovely through line. I feel like yeah. we could talk about this for ages, but I do want to keep an eye on the time. Um, and I wanted to have people learn a little bit more about you. Tell me and tell us where we can learn about you, your work, your beautiful planner, and how people can stay in touch with you. Absolutely. So um, you can learn more about Ponderlily at ponderlily.com. And uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm always in the DMs there. So if you have any questions, it's um, at uh, we are Ponderlily. And uh, if you're interested, interested in um, creating a personalized um, high performance plan, you can just send an email to hello at ponderlily.com with the word high performance. Beautiful. Well, I love that. And I think that sense of a more tailored, personalized plan is just absolutely perfect after our chat, really leaning into that sort of strength and that personal sense of self. So I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for joining us and everyone listening. Thank you so much for listening in to the Marketing Like a Mother podcast this week. If you found value in the show today and want to share share this with some fellow mompreneurs we'd really appreciate referral or rating um we are growing this from the grassroots so we appreciate any little nudge we can get we will be back next week with more tips for busy mums with businesses and if you're keen to book a few more dream clients with your website please make sure to check out my value packed 16 minute mum approved length training all about creating websites that convert you can find that at my website, michellepontvert.com slash converts. And until then, we'll talk to you soon. Take care and enjoy your family and your business.